So would you rather only be sexually attracted to ghosts or have ghosts be the only beings that are sexually attracted to you? I think about two years ago, I think ghosts were only sexually attracted to me. Yes, um, right. Y- you know, yeah, like people who ghost. I think me being attracted to ghosts. We'd read those stories. I mean, okay, those yeah. people were were living their best lives. They were something. Okay. <laughs> All right. Welcome back to Paranormal, guys. You are here um, with your two favorite non-investigative spooky podcasters, um, but still true stories, spooky stories. Um, I'm Nicolina. And I'm Marie. Um, And we are here with our Hometown Haunts episode, and we have two very special guests with us today. Marie, would you like to introduce our guests? Yeah, we have uh, Cody and Damien from the Spooked podcast on today. So welcome, guys. Hi, guys. Welcome, guys. Excited to have you here. Thanks for having us. We're excited to be here. Yeah, and we're uh, also from this a uh, spooky show. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Very we were true. just on the Spooked pod- podcast yesterday, and we um, are doing a kind of a, a crossover between the two mm-hmm. because we are now part of the Sonar family. We can finally and, uh, announce it. We can announce that <laughs> on this episode. So, thanks, guys, for coming on and uh, welcoming us to to the Sonar Network and for letting us be on your podcast and completely screwing up your improv yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that, that's, thanks. Well, that's our job with uh, Sonar, too. As soon as a new yeah. podcast hits, we have to go on their podcast, welcome them. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we make, it, we make the new podcast. Like, You're the, the new welcome podcast. committee. Yeah, the new podcast yeah. come in. They say, "Oh, these guys are bozos. We can only go up from here." Perfect. And it's it's a great starting place for people. I love it. And pre-pandemic, I understand it. that part of your welcome wagon uh, duties were to provide everyone with fruit baskets when they joined the network. Yeah. Got yeah, it. We have cool. so many uh, old fruit baskets here now. Oh. Uh, it's. I mean, we bought them in advance. We thought it was going to be a busy year. Yeah, people a lot of the time talk about pandemic problems, but ours with this, we did buy in yeah. bulk for expecting uh-huh. a lot of podcasts in 2020 to join the Sonar Network and for us to be able to bring them. So we have just like 300, 400 just rotting, rotting food baskets. Mm, I, I will say, though, uh, look out next uh, next. Uh, fall for our, our our spook branded wines that we're going to be releasing oh I'm in. I, I can't um, tell if you're being sarcastic i'm well, really hoping we had all not. those fruit baskets the fermented and, uh, fruits know, when life Take gives off. you moldy fruit oh baskets. over my head sorry blonde <laughs> moment make your own wine uh i will take a bottle uh i will as soon as i pop this thing out we'll chug that (laughs) yeah that's in october thankfully so just in the nick of time um so i mean do you guys want to just talk a little bit about what spooked is and 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 the podcast and then we can dive into some hometown haunt stuff yeah for sure uh, yeah we're the improvised scary story podcast where it's never scary and sometimes a story mm-hmm. just dumb improv talking about ghosts having a good time no rules just whatever happens happens. Yeah, every week we have a different actor comedian or someone come on to talk with us and have some fun and uh, that's that's what we do We're doing perfect it for 
couple years now. So. Yeah, we've had uh, names bigger than we should ever <laughs> be associated with yeah. on this podcast. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's both, uh, it's both awesome. humbling and it also inflates our egos much bigger than they probably should be. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. well, we totally get there that. Were, <laughs> there were two things that we kind of learned about you guys. Well, one thing that we learned about the both of you yesterday, and that is that Cody believes in ghosts or has mm. experienced ghosts and Damien vehemently does not believe and is very opposed to it. And we are trying to convert him into a ghost <laughs> believer. He's been, he's been trying for like five years now. So. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm not no, going to even waste my time trying to convince him. <laughs> But I think it's important. I, <laughs> I think it's important to have a healthy skeptic on the show anyway. So that's perfectly perfect. It's perfect. Hey, I've been I've been <laughs> a lot of people's lost causes for a long time. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think that's the infuriating thing for our listeners is that we have a skeptic, and the person that does believe in ghosts, that's like standing up for the ghost believers, is a total dope and just can't get it done. So, uh, <laughs> On that on that note, um, we do a thing on this podcast, and it has to do with paranormal, not ghosts necessarily, but I feel like it falls in the same bucket of uh, people who either believe or don't believe in astrology. And we usually read each other's horoscopes at the beginning of an episode, and we'd like to do that for you. So prior to recording, we we pulled up each of your horoscopes for the day. And we'd like to know whether or not these ring true for either one of you. So, Damien, I guess I'll yep. you'll go first. I'll go first with you to see if this is. I feel like you're going to say no, even if it does ring true. But let, let's see. Let's see. What I, I feel like this is so vague that you're going to be like, what the fuck? Um, okay. So, Damien is an Aries, which. I am so cool with Leo, Aries, <laughs> vibes all around, fire signs, um, what up? So, okay, this day may not be one of your favorites, Aries. You may be all too, too aware of the constraints of your chief occupation. You're likely to hanker for appropriate rewards for your laborers. I don't know what that means. This is a good day to find new personal and professional goals. They will sustain you through your chores. In the meantime, how about asking for that raise? How how does that? Uh, well, I mean, because of the situation that the world is in, I've I've been relatively unemployed for a while. Now, so. <laughs> yeah, thanks for bringing this up. He's so, very sensitive about it. Whoever's writing those horoscopes, I, you know what? What, what a piece of shit. <laughs> he, he's not asking for a raise. He's asking for a base rate. Yeah, I'm asking for a job, please. I can't believe if anyone wants to hire me. I can't believe the person who write, who wrote this horoscope is employed right now, and you are not. This and you are. Bullshit. Wow. I yeah. Know. Well, maybe I'll start writing horoscopes. I'll be like, you, you should. Know, forget that guy. <laughs> you know, I'll take I his would. job. And then he'll be wishing that he takes his job and asks <laughs> Or she. We don't know. Yeah. Or she. That's true. That's true. Um, no, I, I mean, I guess if I had a job, maybe. <laughs> No, I think that that it's fair to say uh, that it that, did not ring true. That it did not ring true for yeah. you. Um, it was very much around mm-hmm. the idea of a of your career and goals in your uh, current profession. Which I mean, I, yeah. I mean, here's where it does ring true okay. because, like, oh, okay. we, I mean, like the two of us, we live this like make believe world where we try to get these like acting jobs or whatever, and like that's yeah. that's what we do, right? So, right. I mean, that's a big part of goals and just g- 
getting an acting job is basically <laughs> like a pay raise. <laughs> so setting those goals to get yeah. that, and then maybe putting a little more value in yourself, asking for more money when we finally get <laughs> That's one. True. No, there I, you I'll go. just be happy for any money when we get one right now. <laughs> That's fair. Thank you, you know, Cody. That was a, that was a great analysis. Yeah, and I really appreciate it. Fantastic that. interpretation. I'm so glad you're here. Yeah, but he knows me. He knows I won't hustle. I just, I, you know what? I'm living my best uh, midlife retirement life right now. So. Fair enough. That's All right, fair. that's great. Okay, I've got Cody's horoscope here. He is a Libra, so I, I don't think this is going to be true for you. So if you have children, Uh-oh. they're difficult. <laughs> they're, okay. might. they're we don't know. Their difficulties may remind you of your own. Or their education brings back memories of your own. Have you held on to any issues from that period that still bother you today? This would be a good time to ask yourself that question. The answer could benefit your loved ones dramatically. Okay, so I mean, like, here's, here's the thing: like this horoscope is probably coming from someone that's like uh, writing for the papers or for a magazine, right? Yeah. So like, I don't get a newspaper, so you know I'm not a parent right there. They're they're the ones that get in the newspapers. Mm-hmm. Uh, do do I have some childhood issues? Probably, probably quite a few. I and think if we're I gonna dig, dig children, into that today. I think a little bit, probably. Yeah. With your if I with some if of your I hauntings, children, right? <laughs> exactly. If I had some children that just knew direction of uh, where they wanted their life to go, I'd be pretty fucking jealous, and it would really bring it up, really bring in that for me. Well, conversely, you may not have children, but there has been many times where we have, uh, uh, you've taught a roommate, Colin, uh, many life lessons. <laughs> like, you you showed him, like, what uh, falafels were and, like, what blueberries are. Yeah. So well, I mean, that's... <laughs> That's wow. the thing, yeah. though, too. Parenting and one on one, right there. Yeah. yeah, this is where you get it the most. I, I mean, like I'm kind of like uh, the mother hen of the uh, apartment, mm. right? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he's always clucking. Yeah, I'm always <laughs> clucking. I'll, Damien, Colin, all these are my little babes, you know, walking around everywhere. the house. Little chicks. My little chicks, I and I want to see them. I want to see them grow, and uh, that's where it came in, actually, before, with uh, Damien's horoscope. I was like, value yourself. Get that money, you know? Mother hand at work. Hey, you know what? Yeah, maybe they both played off of each other in that respect. There you go. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, so so I'm here thinking, now I I gave him that advice, and that made me think, have I valued myself? So here Mm -hmm. we go. Wow, you fulfilled your horoscope five minutes before you heard it. I know, right? Oh, wow. guys, amazing. I don't think we've ever had such an accurate horoscope reading. <laughs> I, I think I'm keeping the horoscope business alive. If you have me as an interpreter, I'll connect it to you. Well, this might work out for us then, because if I start writing them and yes. you start convincing people that they're Look right. Look at this. You guys have just, wow. That's big money. Figured yeah. it all we out. We get a cut because it was on our podcast, so we get a cut. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, tune in uh, uh, next month right after the well after the wine launch. We're going to release a new podcast called Scoped. Scoped. The, uh, I love it. You better trademark that now. Yeah. Get that IP immediately. immediately and uh, it doesn't matter. We can trademark it. We can come out with Scope. There'll be five more Scopes next year. That's right. It's true. It's true. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. I, I hope well, uh, Scope Mouthwash gets on board as a sponsor. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect advertising partner there. 
Um, okay, so we're past horoscopes. Now we got to get into the hometown haunts part of mm-hmm. of this. So you did mention, Co- I mean, Cody mentioned that he has experienced some haunted related things in his life. Damien, you mm-hmm. said you had family that may or may yeah. not have experienced some stuff. So mm-hmm. maybe we'll start with you, Damien, and you can share sure, a little sure. bit about what your family has shared with you from a paranormal perspective. I really remember uh, two big stories. One of, well, not big, but two stories. And one of them does actually involve me when I was a child, mm. uh, apparently. Uh, so I guess there was just one one time when I, I was maybe like four or five or something like that. And uh, my grandmother said that I was just looking up into the into the sky and like talking to somebody, and she asked who I was talking to, and I had said, "Oh, it's it's Poppy," which is my grandmother's father who had passed away recent or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then she's just like, "You, how do you know who that is? Like, you don't know this person." Right. And then I described apparently like a like an old fighter jet or something like that that they flew in the war, or some shit like that. Weird. So that was one of the stories that I'd heard. Um, Interesting. I don't know what that. And means, d- how old were you? You that you described a fighter? Probably like f- like four or five, maybe. Hmm. But I watched a lot of cartoons as a kid. So. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. And the '90s was a very big time for like for cool fighter jets. Like mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. yeah for fighter fair. jets. <laughs> the uh, the other story would have been. Um, uh, I, I think it was my mom. They the house they had it was like in an L shaped configuration, and uh, she was laying on the couch, like on her stomach, and um, all of a sudden she felt someone uh, sitting on the back of her legs, and uh, she oh. thought she thought it was I, I think she thought it was my my dad or a boyfriend or something at the time, and um, when she went to look there like she looked up through the window and she could see him in the other room like. Because you could see across, like through the windows, and she saw him sitting there. And when she turned around, there wasn't anybody there. So Ooh. No. I'm out. Yeah, move what? immediately. <laughs> was, so those are she... those are the two stories that I remember. And that was the only time she ever, or she that's the only story she's ever shared re- related to something like. That? I mean, those are those are the only two that I I can recall. Recall, offhand. okay, Again, okay. Like, I, I probably heard more, but it was yeah. They're never really things that I put much stock in to begin with, so. That's fair. Mm-hmm. That's that's interesting. Was was it your childhood home that she was in that that no. happened in? No. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well. Okay. So so Cody, I'm coming to you now. I'd love yeah, to hear. I, I your... think uh, Damien's uh, stories were a little coincidental. I think that confirmed those are real. Coincidental. Well, I mean, like you. What? It's you say. Uh, you called him uh, Poppy. Poppy. You're, and you described the uh, fighter jet. I mean, that's a pretty big coincidence. Yeah. I will say I I had a fighter jet toy as a kid that I remember having and I remember loving. And so it could have just been that that I was describing. And uh, Did you ever meet Poppy? I don't think so. I think that was like, again, I'm very like hazy. On well, the that's weird. Cause yeah, because I'm wondering how you would have known his name. Well, kids are sponges and... Anyone I mean, I guess at any time. So true. It's true. I mean, true. I, I, I'm, it's not the name that I'm. I'm I think it's just all of it mixed about, together. But. Is that you said mm-hmm. the name, although you had yeah. never met him. Yeah. You yeah. described the fighter pilot, fighter, and yeah, the fighter jet. that was what he right. Sorry, jet, which is what right. he used, I guess, when he was in the war. Yeah. 
And I just feel like those two together mean something. Also, kids are just really intuitive. And then as you grow up, it's like it all goes right. So who knows? I don't know. Maybe. (laughs) Sorry. Seems like something to me. <laughs> I also think my uh, my family are very unreliable narrators. So. No, <laughs> no. Okay. Turning against his own. Family. Here we go. Oh, I can't wait wow. to get to these. Uh, would you rather's then? Um, sorry, Co- Cody was drawing a conclusion from these coincidences. I feel mm-hmm. like he was coming mm-hmm. to a, a, a head here. Game. We interrupted. What what was that? <laughs> yeah, I I think you uh, I think the two of you uh, hit it right on the head. Um, uh, Damien confirms he uh, saw a ghost when he was a uh, mm-hmm. a kid. He's probably possessed to this day. Probably. And yeah. I think that's where yeah. we were all heading. Yeah. Um, yeah. Probably. <laughs> that's what's been holding me back is the demon. <laughs> yeah. I think that's what it is. I think that's what's, that is what's saying. I don't believe in it because like uh, he well, just doesn't want us to know. Really, he's mm-hmm. possessed right well, now. That's correct. Damien is your real name. Am I correct in saying that? Yeah, it is. Okay. Because I'm just it's saying also that the, the name, name of Damien the is also... Yes. I'm <laughs> just... In the Omen. From a, a movie franchise. Yes. Somebody wrote. Correct. Yeah. Based on so, true events, loosely. Maybe. On maybe. Damien, that right. I've decided life. right now. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was a documentary. I didn't know that much. So. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> All right, Cody. I'm dying to hear about your haunted house that you grew up in same yeah so (laughs) like i've been experiencing ghosts uh, a lot of my life and uh i haven't in in this specific apartment but it wasn't too long ago where i saw my last one as well but growing up i mean i slowly saw as my like mom would uh then believe in ghosts and then i slowly saw my dad start to believe in ghosts as we like lived in this place where like um, I had a similar situation to Damien where when I was a kid, I kept on saying, like, my mom would go in my room and I'd be like, who's that man in the doorway? And I always, I would say that a lot, like, um, and I kept on, like, pointing out people. Also, our pets would always, like, stop at the stairs and mm. always, like, start, like, barking a lot of the time. And mm-hmm. where our stairs were, we would hear constant running up and down of them mm-hmm. throughout mm-hmm. the night. Um, That's scary as shit. And even with, like, my dad's chair in the living room, like, he would be positioned to be seeing the stairs, and he would still, like, hear it and not, like, see anything. And not see anything? Oh, right. Creepy. Um, Yeah, that's creepy. Yeah. We had this specific, like, statue in our house, too, or not really, like, statue, but it was, like, this wooden sculpture that hung on the wall. And every time someone came over that had a pet, their pet would go directly to that thing and start barking. what was was the sculpture of it was like it was this wooden tree sculpture where it was like the bark was almost formed into like a person's face okay that i feel like maybe not paranormal maybe just Mm. the animals are like what the fuck is that it looks like a person might not be but that's just it's yeah, it's weird to be directed to that, like that they would yes. run like for it, you know. Oh, Especially right. did you bring us? It, yeah, did you bring that into the house, or did was that already there? 
Uh, my mom brought it into the house. I just okay. bought it at like a flea market or something. Oh, that's huh. creepy. Ooh, a I don't flea know about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was it was basically in our living room, so like the pet would have to go through like the kitchen, through dining room, through um, we had like two living rooms basically, so through the other living Bougie. room into that living room. Bougie. Uh, yeah, we. Were, I lived in an extremely bougie environment. Like this house was. Yeah, how many huge. rooms did you? We have? can tell. Yeah, <laughs> two living rooms, two kitchens, all of the ghosts, <laughs> and all of the ghosts from the flea market. Um, so the, the the animals would go directly to something that wasn't in plain sight. They had to run through something, and obviously there was some sort of energy or whatever pulling them towards this object yeah so that was a big thing and then like friends growing up i mean like there were certain rooms where we would just not go in like you'd get the worst feel of like one of our spare bedrooms there was just this terrible feeling every time you went in there where you would almost immediately feel terrified when you were in that room and like my my mom wouldn't go in it like i wouldn't go in it like Wow. Uh, when family came for uh, Christmas, someone would have to sleep there. Not right. me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, yeah. but And like, yeah. So I, I know like growing up and everything, a lot of my friends, they would always be like, I don't want to sleep over there again. You're coming to like my house or whatever. Right. Uh, because they would hear the things too, right? Like this running up the stairs happened all the time. Like you mm-hmm. would always hear it it's so Yikes. weird oh and you didn't gosh. have animals did you have any animals yourself like in the house no like uh okay. we had we had a dog um off and on and a lot and a later in like the same life. dog off and on uh same, yeah <laughs> just like <laughs> ah, you're in. Up. <laughs> now we're giving you away oh we want him back <laughs> all right like um, <laughs> was he like the littlest hobo, and he would just like skip town, solve a crime, and then come back? Yeah, he'd, he'd come back every back. once in a while. Yeah, and you'd be like, be like, I thought oh, we got rid of you. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, oh great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we just had like a few uh do- dogs. I remember like my um just throughout the years, like my mom had an old dog that I used to get pushed around uh, in a wagon with that dog in the wagon with me and my grandpa would push the wagon and like mm-hmm. roll us all around the uh, town or whatever and they died around the same time and I remember my mom went to a psychic and uh, the psychic said to my mom that your uh, son is being watched over by a man and his dog. Uh, uh. And it was like pretty soon after they died. Interesting. So, huh. Um, that's my, my, that's a lot thi- of a coincidence. My thing about that is, though, that there are a lot of men and a lot of dogs that that's can fair. anybody in any family. I'm not using this as, like, this saying. is the thing, man. I'm just this saying. This is the thing. I'm just saying. I actually hey, have I'm a... I'm loving your story. I'm just, I'm laying the smack down on the psychic. That's all. I have a similar one that's not actually as easily explainable, just so to counter back at Damien. Oh, thanks a lot. <laughs> Second. <laughs> Well, this is going to be but, a good story. Marie's coming but, after no, no, me no, now, no. too. No, no, no. I'm just saying it's similar. My sister mm-hmm. moved into a house. She uh, had a piece of... She, her dog had had surgery on its knee. She needed to make a ramp in the backyard. Her friend gave her a piece of wood that used to be his... Like, it was from his grandfather's stuff, I guess. They were cleaning out his grandfather's stuff. The grandfather recently passed away. 
she put the wood outside and she had a meeting with a psychic and the psychic was saying to her, I'm looking, I can, I'm looking out your kitchen window. Like I can visualize looking out of your kitchen window and I see the letter K and my sister couldn't really figure it out. And then she was like, did you just get your deck done or something? And that's when my sister realized, oh, this piece of wood, my friend Kevin gave me this piece of wood. And she's like, his, for some reason, his grandfather is coming through to, to say something. And he's, he's got this, like described a hat that he was wearing and a a lassie type dog. And my sister had never met this grandfather before. So after her meeting with the psychic, she asked her friend, did your dad or did your grandfather have a lassie dog? And did he wear this type of hat? And he was very freaked out because both things were true. (laughs) My my thing about stories like that is you don't hear about the ones where nothing was right. Oh, I've got those too. I'll get you. I got you. (laughs) I'll hit you with some of those later. (laughs) All right. right, right. (laughs) Did... Did she find out what his grandfather needed to say that he yeah, was coming? He because so, I'm worried about this deck and the structure of it. <laughs> the deck was perfectly fine. Um, so it's funny. She had recently started getting into like meditation and the psychic knew this. And so she, I guess she started talking to my sister about like past lives and this person, her friend, was like a very prominent person in one of her past lives and I guess the grandfather was coming through to I guess validate that for some reason uh and that was why he came through and I guess because while she was meditating one day she saw a man sitting on her couch and she lived alone and then the woman was also like oh that's the man from the wood your friend's grandfather and that's Hmm. that's where that came from (laughs) Oh, so he's freeloading in someone else's house. Yeah, man, he yeah, sure is. Ghost freeloader. We know all about those two. If you if you listen to our one episode called Deadly Beloved, it talks all about um, ghosts who basically uh, freeload off women who mm. love ghosts and want <laughs> to marry them. A good and idea. the one the one girl the one girl um, she broke up with the ghost because she felt that he was doing too many drugs and partying too often and um he also was fear she was fearful um that he might get covid from going out too often as as a ghost yeah. as a as yes. a ghost and yeah. she said that yeah okay. she said that um, ghosts can get sick too i think this this ties into my long standing theory that all ghosts are losers <laughs> <laughs> Like, they just can't move on. They can't get over it. They have to stick around and bother people. They're like, oh, dead, pay attention to me. Eh." You might be right about that. Like, get over yourself. Yeah, get over it. Cody, Cody, you mentioned that you have seen ghosts before, so I want to know about, like, the first time you saw a ghost, were you ever scared? What was the scariest time that you saw one? Yeah, like, I mean, there's there's so many situations. I I don't know, like... Growing up in my uh, cousin's house, we all saw the same ghost different times or whatever. But like, uh, like kind of recently, we uh, got together and just all talked about this woman in a white dress that we've all seen. Mm. Um, but for me, like uh, kind of like recently, 
I I don't know. I'm I'm not really scared of it. I think that um I guess my opinion of ghosts is that they can kind of uh, change your energy, and the only thing that they can really do is make you kind of empathize or whatever, or change um, that kind of, like, emotion, I guess, is where I land on more so, just off of my experience. But when I, in Toronto, um, I lived in, I moved in uh, with someone, and uh, when, before we moved in, every time I would, uh, like, sleep in her room... She, I would get the same dream about this like woman like crying at the end of the bed. Oh, and like okay. I would always get this same dream every time I was in there. And I asked her about it, and she said that she got the same dream too. So later, oh. when I moved into this place, we ended up not staying in that room because the bed wasn't that big. So she had like a pull-out couch that the bed was bigger or whatever. Uh, okay. Gone are the days of two living rooms, let me tell you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> Living that peasant lifestyle after. S- just Sleeping on a pull-out couch. <laughs> yeah. Wow, sounds cozy. But basically, her bedroom had... No windows, right? Like this was a basement That's not apartment. Legal. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Toronto. What the hell? Like I said, I was slumming it. <laughs> to investigate this landlord as well. Yeah. That's why the ghost couldn't get out. There was no windows. Well, yeah, but uh, like there was windows in there, but the windows were in the bathroom. The windows were in the living room. The windows were in the kitchen, kind of thing. Right. But right. her bedroom but not where was... it legally needs to be, which is yes. this bedroom. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the windows, there was no windows in this place. And basically one night when um, I was laying down, um, I would watch videos or whatever because uh, she fell asleep earlier. But basically I just saw this very like illuminating light coming from the room. And I was like, okay, this is really weird because there's no windows or anything in this bedroom, right? Mm-hmm. And when I woke or like didn't wake up I walked up I went into the doorway and I saw just this illuminating like ball of light at the end of the bed where I would usually dream about this woman woman crying at the end of the bed okay and I just saw it there and was was just just kind of left just hanging out and then just faded away um it it didn't it just stayed and I just went to sleep no, oh, I laid back down. Not. <laughs> well, did then, she see? Did she see the light as well? Had she ever seen this? Uh, no, she hadn't seen that. But okay. uh, basically, this was a dual experience. The one that happened next. Um, so basically, like there was a lot of bad energy going on in that apartment or whatever. So one night, I was laying there and I just saw like just really like darkness in the corner of the room and I was like ah it's kind of like weird how dark it is Mm, um mm -hmm. specifically right there and then I just saw it she was sleeping uh beside me and I just saw it uh, shockingly she was sleeping beside me um but I saw it walk across and just walk across the room and then walk in front of her and right beside her side of the bed and basically, like, I could see everything around. It's like you, your eyes adjust to the dark, right? Sure, so sure. So I could see everything around, but I couldn't see through this blackness. Right, right. So 
it was just there beside her. Is that like the? Sh- I feel like sh- it's like a shadow man is what like right. in the paranormal paranormal world. That's what they called these and en- these these apparitions are like shadow men. Yeah, I I guess so. I don't know. Like I that's <laughs> that's just because I've heard the these are this mm-hmm. th- this seems to come up a lot. This like it looks like a shadow, but it's just a full blown entity just chilling. Um, and they kind of just walk around, like you said. Uh, yeah. And a, a lot of oftentimes it is looking over sleeping people, and I don't know why that is. Um. Well, what happened was I ended up just getting out of uh, Ben walking around to that side because uh-huh. I was like, if I'm going down, I'm going down trying to fight a demon because sure. like, Damien's going to be sure. super impressed. I genuinely if I thought you were going to say, I got up and I left her there with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Out the door. This isn't working. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. So you went to fight the so, demon, which I'm excited for now. <laughs> yeah. So I I just went around and basically I wanted to like switch positions to see if like my eyes were playing kind of tricks mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. whatever. And no matter where I went, it was like the same kind of position. And okay. so I went around to it and it was same thing. Just like couldn't see through it kind of deal and i just basically kept saying like you have no business here um and just tried to uh be like just go away kind of thing yeah um because i was prepared you know i wanted to be a hero i think that's kind of rude though you said you have no business here maybe maybe it did have business there yeah maybe he was like a real jerk Maybe he was like, we've been trying to contact you, but your car's extended warranty. Um. Exactly. (laughs) They're trying to do literal business there. Well, I was saying you have no business here. And then... Eventually, I just kept standing there until it would go away, and then it just left, and I could see through again, and Mm -hmm. then she woke up, and she was having sleep paralysis, so... Oh, that's um, crazy. That's crazy, because my whole whole life, my mother has had sleep paralysis, and she's Mm -hmm. always spoken about demons or men or big shadow figures at the end of her bed or doing things that like choking her and things like that um but obviously no one has been able to verify whether that was just a dream um like a lucid dream or if there was an actual figure at the but you saw it you actually she was in a sleep paralysis state and you saw her demon yeah, I had her, and this wasn't that late at night either. Like it was maybe like eleven or midnight, which like for me is like still um, early. Yeah, lunchtime. Lunch it's like that's, noon. That's, yeah, that's, yeah. That's lunch time. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I was I was getting ready to make some dinner, uh, but she she <laughs> woke up like silly. uh scared and like panicking or whatever, and I asked, um. I asked what happened, and she was like, oh, I was getting sleep paralysis. She was weirded out I was standing there. But uh, <laughs> I would be, too. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> but what are you doing? I'm protecting you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then I leave the apartment. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, dear. Um, so, yeah, she... 
she uh, <laughs> was panicking though, and then I I like tried to comfort her and asked her what happened. She said that she had sleep paralysis, and then she was explaining like what she saw, and she said she was just frozen and saw uh, like uh, someone walk from the corner, a uh, black figure walk from the corner all the way. Uh, so then she just couldn't see it in her vision anymore, but felt right. that it was close to her. Um, Did she see you get it getting up to confront this figure? No. In her no. Okay. I wasn't there. In her. You weren't in in the dream. Yeah. yeah. Huh. So she felt the presence. Obviously, in her dream is what was probably happening, and mm-hmm. then she had no control over anything else. Um. That was and that was kind of the moment for me where I was like, okay, I probably believe in something. Yeah, <laughs> right. That would do it for if me too. If you're pulling up ready to fist fight a demon, I think that would probably be the the turning point for me as well. Yeah, uh, I mean, I I don't know. I just had to uh, make a guess in that moment, and I was like, I think they're probably like. What what would they be looking for? Are they looking for fear or something like that? So I can't Souls. give them that. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're, <laughs> car, they're car keys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Coming to repossess than, your car. You're braver than me because I know that in a, a fight or flight instinct, my instinct is flight. I don't, I Same. will just run. So, <laughs> so have were those the only two ghosts you've ever like laid eyes on? Or you said there was one that was recent. Was that the one you were talking about? That. That was the most recent, and okay. then growing up, um, the I white guess lady. I did when the I was a kid. Lady. But then, yeah, yeah when I was um, like in my teens or whatever, uh, this this white lady walking around my house. <laughs> that was your mom. They think that they own everything. Those white ladies, I'm telling you. Yeah. <laughs> total Karen that I was spotting. I'm telling you. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it was in my cousin's house, and we would see this uh, woman in the white dress. Like we'd always see it. And we'd see it in the same spot like that. I like constantly saw it and I would never bring it up. And then one year we were just one of my cousins brought it up and we were all just started talking about it. I remember, too, because I basically I lived in Vancouver, went to school there, and then I used uh, their place as a transition city to until I found somewhere in Toronto. So um, I lived there for a little bit and my cousins lived there, too. And um Basically, when we were there as well, like my cousin in his room, he woke up one uh, one morning and then just saw this child as right at his head, standing oh. at the edge of his bed. So as soon as he opened his eyes, it was just this child standing right in front of him. Okay. And then he said it just ran out of the room. Oh, oh my God. And no. yeah, so that was the moment that he and he's older than me, too. Like he wasn't young seeing this Mm -hmm. um so (laughs) yeah i mean that house we kind of saw things i saw stuff growing up uh but like to me like when you're doing like younger encounters or whatever i mean it's hard to say what was imagination or whatever Um, that's why when i saw it in toronto and the multiple instances here Mm -hmm. i was kind of more so like okay I, i i definitely believe in this stuff yeah, that's fair. I always say, because um, when I was younger, everyone tried to push me having an imaginary friend on onto me. Like, it was a necessity to have. And I was like, 
I don't know what the fuck to tell you guys. I don't see shit. Like I don't, I don't have an imaginary <laughs> friend. I don't have anything. And mm-hmm. so I'm like, as I got older, I was like, if I see a ghost, that's it's not my imagination. I know for a fact that yeah. that shit's real because I didn't even see that sh- that stuff when I was a kid. Like <laughs> I was not capable of it. I, 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 we've talked about this before, but I literally to appease everyone, I was like, oh yeah, there's Penelope. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 I was like, she's no one's there. But my because my cousin who was like eight years older than me had this fucking imaginary ghost for, until she was like sixteen years old, and and she was like very bright and articulate. So it was yeah. like, oh, I've got to have an imaginary ghost too in order to be seen as bright and articulate like she is. Um, like right. they associated for some reason, you know, the ability to have an imagination with that. I guess. Uh, anyway. I digress. Um, so I never had an imaginary ghost, but I pretended to have one named Penelope, and I she never really existed. I just it like pretended. She was, she was hogging up all the imaginary friend from you. 100%. She was. I think so. She I think was. she was. She yeah. was taking them from me and yeah. taking them as her own. You're right. Like, That's probably what them, happened. Putting, putting the same hat on them, and like now you are Reginald. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Reginald. <laughs> Imaginary friends, uh, no thank you. I, I mean, no, I didn't you. have one when I was a kid, and maybe I <laughs> saw something. Every, I wasn't talking to anyone. That was imaginary. Right. And like, Santa Claus? Well, uh, no, I didn't talk to Santa Claus. You didn't write him letters? No. You didn't? No. Okay. Why would I write oh, him letters? I, I definitely didn't. Did. Why didn't you write him letters? Yeah. <laughs> you didn't write Santa Claus letters? Did you yeah. have a childhood at all? I mean, you, I you just, can't just ask people if they had a childhood at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. I became an adult man. I was born an adult. <laughs> he looked exactly like this, but he was much shorter. <laughs> my my poor he mother would like an apology beard. now, please. Yeah, <laughs> it split her in twain. <laughs> um. But I know, like, kids talking to imaginary friends is terrifying to me. Like, my sister's... Totally. Uh, my sister's daughter, uh, like, she, she I guess, stole my sister's keys and went to school. And then... I'm sorry. Uh, she, the imaginary she, friend did that or her actual daughter did that? Her daughter she did that. took the car? Okay. Like, took the car or just the keys to school? Just the keys. Just the Thank keys. Thank you. Okay. So, joy riding. She was, like, six or seven... Took okay. the keys, went on the bus, went to school. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my sister asked, like, why did you do that? I needed to go to work or whatever. And she was like, uh, the uh, the woman without a head in my room told me to do it. I was like, fuck that. I'm never seeing this niece again. I am not going to be a good uncle. I'm gone. Never leave me alone with this person. Or blame blame the headless woman for you being a bad uncle. Oh, <laughs> that is an aggressive imaginary imaginary friend. That's not I, a friend that's too at much. all. That's had, way too much. Far too much. I had two imaginary friends growing up, and I very much like your niece would blame shit that I did on them. Mm-hmm. Um, but they all had heads. They were like two inches tall. Like that's how I envisioned them. Uh, <laughs> Their names, there was a male and female. Their names were uh, Dorman and Dickia. Don't know how I came up with those. And uh, yeah, if I like spilled something or did something, my mom would be like, who did this? And I would be like, oh, Dickia did. She's real sorry about that. But um, no, they all had all of their 
all of their That's just you being a criminal, Marie. Like, you were a child criminal who was blaming. You needed someone to blame for, yes. I was never wrong. Yeah. You could turn to a life of crime and just blame them. I think I need to discuss this with my therapist. (laughs) I think so. I do think so. Um... Okay. Well, Cody, I mean, I feel like you have probably more stories, but those were pretty, pretty great. Um, And I I feel like I believe you. I'm going to be honest. I I believe you you, too. You're not the kind of person to just make that shit up. Um, Oh, I have a question. Wait, I do have a question (laughs) for Damien. So what do you, well, like, what do you think then if Cody and his cousins and, you know, other people have all seen the same apparition, like, what do you think is going on? I think there are so many things about the human mind that we don't fully understand that could explain most of this stuff. Okay. I think, uh, I think coincidence, I think hearing things, I think shared experiences, all of these things kind of inform those types of things. As well, our memories are very unreliable, and they constantly change, and they constantly make these things seem like bigger coincidences the further out from what they were, so... But I will say that when it mm-hmm. happened, we were doing this podcast. They, they were they were asking me the question though. So. <laughs> That's okay. But when Cody, when it you're happened, allowed to continue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'll allow it. The most recent ones, when it happened, we mm-hmm. were doing this podcast, and I spoke about it then. My story has always been consistent. Okay. And it's documented. I didn't say every story was was that way. I'm just no speaking in general. But yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think Damien Damien has a, a valid point in saying yeah. that. Um, I think that yeah, for with shared experiences, you just you never know if you've just picked up mm-hmm. on what other people have said or felt, and then you just kind of take that on. But you have experienced things later in life, so I feel like there's something there. Um, and mm-hmm. I'm well, not going to debunk what you've experienced because I feel like there's there's some validity. Well, yeah. I wasn't saying that's the only reason. I, I'm saying there's there's a multitude of different things that could sure. account for these. Could have been a gas leak. Could have been yeah. yeah. <laughs> Carbon monoxide is a big thing. Yeah. Carbon monoxide. It actually that. is. Especially yeah. in a room with no windows. Actually, that's probably that's very it. likely is what it was. Is that you? Guys you know were what? Hallucinating. There we go. You could have died. So we solved you know. it. Yeah. This. Solved. Mythbusters busted right there. I, I'm just more likely to think that there's probably some rational reason as to why these things mm-hmm. are happening. I have yeah, another question for you that I was thinking of yeah, last night sure. that I wanted to ask you. Do you believe in aliens? Um, not in the sense of like uh, little green men in a spaceship. Yes. But I believe that there is probably uh, planets yes. and places with life. Yes. Cool. Okay. Mm, okay. Cool. Interesting. I agree. Yeah. I just I mean, was there's wondering. No re- there's no reason not to believe that there's like yes. at least <laughs> bacteria or something. So. Sure. Yes, for sure. Yeah. I thought that would be the answer. I just wanted to confirm. <laughs> we live in an infinite universe with almost an infinite yes. amount of stars. I'm sure the same conditions that allowed life here have occurred somewhere else at yes. some point. A hundred percent. I agree. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, do you want to get into some would you rathers then? I do. Yeah. I really, really do. We're gonna we're gonna start with some light questions to begin with, and then mm. we'll get a little mm. bit a little bit crazier. So, would you rather live in a cemetery or a haunted house? And Damien, you have to pretend that you believe for these. Yeah, answers. just pretend for 
for us, okay. for the sake of this show, ever continuing. Like, do you have to like camp out in the cemetery, or you, do you, you have to live there? there. You live no, no, there no, no. forever. I, I, no, oh. I understand that. I'm do saying you have like, like a house. Do you have like a little house? Oh, oh yeah, you can like live grounds? in the mausoleum or something. Oh, that's not that's not really a house. Like, so you don't have you don't have running water or electricity. You can have a small cottage on the cemetery grounds. Yes. <laughs> You can okay, live I'll a do. bougie. You can live in Cody's old bougie house on the on cemetery. cemetery. <laughs> yeah, I'll do the cemetery. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Cody. Well, I mean, if Damien's already living in my old house, I mean, the nostalgia of that, and we'd still get to be roommates. That's so. true. Yeah. Guys, <laughs> you are you're twisting this question in a <laughs> different direction. I, I've never been scared of cemeteries. I've uh, love them; they're great. Yeah, yeah. I've had first kisses in cemeteries. Yeah, I've explored cemeteries. That's adorable. How goth of you! I That's so seek. adorable. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I'm messed up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, live in a cemetery dad. is the answer, I guess, yeah. for both of you. What's yes, your answer? Most haunted houses are run down. Oh, we're doing them too. Well, I I don't know. We don't have to. I, I mean, just... I would say I would say cemetery as well. If I was allowed to live in a comfortable spot in the cemetery, um, mm-hmm. I always thought like living like sleeping in a bathtub was really comfortable. So even if it was like a shallow grave, like nice and comfy with a duvet and a pillow, I'd be good, good to go. I'm the only one who's going haunted house with this one, I guess. I feel like uh, the ghosts are just more reliable. You get used to it. You're like, there's the footsteps on the stairs again. Ah, it's going to open and close the kitchen drawers in about 30 seconds. Like, I'd get to know them. But in a cemetery, you got new people at it all the time. Who knows if Ted Bundy's going to get buried there? Like, we don't fucking know. So (laughs) You you raised some good points. Do you get skeleton minions in the cemetery? Uh, Sure. Skeleton minions? (laughs) Yeah. Sure, You're, yeah. This is definitely the thing that we weren't thinking about, Sweetening though. The deal for me. <laughs> adding new people, adding new people into the yeah. cemetery all the time. Think about your front yard is always going to have crying people there. Yeah, that's true. Right? And whole funeral services. You might get blocked in the driveway one day when you got to be somewhere. That's right. So I, I think this is a big uh, thing. But also, the cemetery, it's not a guaranteed haunting where a haunted house is a guaranteed haunting. Yeah, it's in the name. That's true. Yeah, it's in the That's name. True. So you might not even deal yeah. with anything. Yeah, and Fair I would enough. Just use my ske- I would use my skeleton minions to scare off the, the new people from coming in. I'm like, get out of here. <laughs> and they'll be like, oh, we're not going to bury anyone here anymore. There's uh, spooky skeletons. <laughs> Now he's leveraging the dead <laughs> for his own personal benefit. Okay, here we go. Okay, right, next, next, one. next one. Next one. Which possessed doll would you rather have to deal with, Annabelle or Chucky? Mm. Probably Chucky. Yeah, yeah, Chucky. Chucky's just an asshole. Yeah, he's like, yeah. he's like possessed but he's also like pretty easy to deal with annabelle mm-hmm. is like atta- things around annabelle are being attached and yes. like yeah getting rid of the doll doesn't do anything whereas if you take chucky's head off or whatever then like yeah. it's done right? you know how you stop chucky a pillowcase yeah we had a we like, had a uh i just person. need chucky in a of the window or something. That's what I was yeah. going to say. We had a person comment on one of our Instagram posts that we, we had a story about Annabelle and they were like, oh, I'm not scared. I would just yeet her in the bin <laughs> from the UK, obviously. I was like, okay. Yeah, uh, I, I would have to agree. Chucky. Chucky. The least. Yeah. yeah, that's the correct yeah. answer. Yes. <laughs> they throw like Annabelle in the bin. And yeah, she, she comes, comes back. back. Yeah, yeah. She's, yeah. Like that cat She's a resilient back. little fucker. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Um, okay, I'm going to skip the one because it's it's kind of similar to the first one, but maybe mm-hmm. we'll get back to it. Uh, would you rather be cursed to live forever or to die young? Am I aging? Mm, that's a good question. Like yes. No, you'd be like a vampire, like... I would say. Mm. Vampire, okay. I'm living this, I'm living a certain age the whole time. Because if I'm aging, I'm not going to Like gonna you're going to age a little bit, but you're not going to... You, very like you're not slowly. Gonna be like, very slowly. Very age, slowly. Yes. Age. Yeah, if I'm 300 and look like I'm 300, I'm not down. <laughs> yeah, yeah fair, probably not fair. great. Um, how young are we talking about dying here? This age right now. Like if oh. I died right now? Right yeah. now, yeah. I'll pro- oh, jeez. <laughs> you lived a full life, bud. Choose yeah, it. I mean, <laughs> I, mean I, I guess I'm unemployed and all I do is podcast. It's so only going it's, down from yeah, here. You know what? I, I just got to cut my losses now, I think. I think I'm with you on that one. I'm also just kind of like, uh, I've seen what we've gotten ourselves into over time. I don't need to mm-hmm. continue with this. <laughs> yeah. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a curse to live forever type person. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I could fuck with, I, with life forever if I really I, wanted to. I probably realistically would too, actually. But yeah, I still but, wouldn't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why not? Fair. Yeah. Uh, right. Okay. Would you rather be deaf or blind while being chased by an axe murderer? Like only when you're being chased by an axe murderer? Yeah. In so the moment let's say you're chased an by an axe murderer who's chasing yeah. you and you yeah. have to have one or the other disability, mm-hmm. blindness or deafness, which one are you choosing? Deafness, 100%. Yeah, blind, yeah. you're mm-hmm. done. Yeah, you're yes. done if you're... This is the correct answer. You you might not make it out of the house. Yeah, if you can clip a few, like, glow sticks and, like, bicycle lights on that guy before you Mm -hmm. start running, you're good to go. Yeah, Yeah, I'm with you on this one. We all agree on that, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, you're blind, you're bumping into railings. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Have you seen the movie uh, Hush? Hush, yes. Great movie. (laughs) Would you rather have a friendly but scary-looking monster under your bed for the rest of your life? Or have nightmare every day for the rest of your life. Wait, are we talking like Mike Wazowski? I'm fine with the monster. <laughs> I mean, you a friendly, scary monster. The monster from the movie Little Monsters. You know the one? Have you seen that movie from like oh, the yeah. '80s yeah. with the savage? That guy's kind of yeah. gross. He's like blue, and he looks like yes, like, like looking. he eats the was, homework with his was hand. That, was that Howie Mandel? Yes, it was. Is that the one? Okay. Yes, it was. Yeah. <laughs> hey, if it's Howie Mandel, I'm down. Yeah. Yes, I also agree. Friendly but ugly. I have. I am the friendly but ugly friend. Like I think that's fine. <laughs> like, oh my god. The thing is, uh, I feel fine. like I have. I feel like I have nightmares every night. So I don't know. Like I feel like that's just something that I already deal with. So I'll just stick with it. Oh, well, <laughs> would you not want it to stop though? I mean, it gives me co- good content. So <laughs> I guess that's fair. Yeah. When you have a problem, it's, it's exploit f- it. Exactly. 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 <laughs> and I, I mean, it's always entertaining to share nightmares with other yeah. people. Like I feel it, it also gives you a reason to be mad at them sometimes. And like when you're really like in a bad mood and you just want to be mad at someone, it's great to have a nightmare <laughs> about them involving them. And you're just yeah. like, whatever, you pissed me always. off in my dreams. Yeah. Um, I, when I was young, I had a nightmare and in the nightmare, like Freddy Krueger was there. And I made a deal with him to uh, stop all nightmares and uh, protect me. And then I would uh, give him my soul when I died. 
And what? I haven't had a nightmare since. I think you actually made a deal with something, and I'm yeah. concerned for you. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, I my mean, God. That's show business, baby. That's I got right. Real, so. Yes. Yes. Okay, this is the question that made me gag before we started. Would you rather drink a cup of blood or eat one or eat one bite of human flesh? Uh, raw or cooked? Cooked, but a mouthful, like a real, like a mm-hmm. big piece of human is flesh. It well seasoned. Yes. Like no. It? No. Uh, it's you don't not want well, it to it's be It's not good. a Hannibal Lecter type meal. It's a. It's a just flesh. Oh, okay. Like, like a chunk of raw flesh. It, it can be. It How can are you not cooked? getting this? <laughs> it can be cooked. I'm just verifying. Because if it's just a hunk, I'll drink the blood. If it's uh-huh. if it's like you know they they sautéed it up in some butter or something. Sure, of course. I'll, I'll do the I'll do the. Uh, no, really? Damien, you're wrong. You don't want it to be good. That's the thing. Like if you then if, you'll develop and then you become a cannibal. Yeah. <laughs> If it's, if it's good, then you're like, okay, well, yeah. I could do Next that thing again. You know, he's yeah. eating me. And That's like, true. I do have poor impulse control. So, uh. so the blood? I mean, like. What if I like the blood, though? Oh. I'm going to what throw if, up. Oh, dear. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, some guys like that. There's blood, like, subs- like you can eat, like, pig's blood or whatever. Yeah, yeah you, know? you can have, like, blood sausage. And, so uh, there's, there's you things you could blood. do. For that one, if you like human flesh, mm-hmm. it's human blood though. Just so well, you know, drinking human drinking human yeah, blood can make pigs. you very sick. Yes, so. it can. How much? I've heard so a can cup? a cup, one cup. That's a lot, versus but. one bite of human flesh. I'll do the flesh. but a big old yeah. mouthful of it. Mm, I can't make a decision. I would think I would be like, just kill me, just shoot me. I can't do either <laughs> one. Like I can't make a decision. I, I'm I stuck do, on that. I would do blood, but I would do the bit where uh, you're kind of like acting like you enjoy it, but most of it's like sliding out of your mouth or whatever, and you look like the party guy. So like, you're like, like, oh yeah, like Kronk when he was pretending to drink the poison and it just dribbled all on his chest. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That'll, like the that'll, emperor's that'll, new groove. I was gonna say, are you using an emperor's new groove reference right now? Maybe. That'll trick I've us, never watched rather. that movie. So what? I no Seriously? No. Oh my god! It's so good. We just watched it. I didn't have a childhood either. Wow. Well, have one tonight. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm gonna watch Disney Plus. Disney. You can, yeah, you can. Ooh, great. Okay. Um, okay. So what? Are, what is the consensus? But a cup of blood or bite of human flesh? I'm gonna blood. just do the bite of human flesh. Same. I, I feel like chugging one full cup of blood would take Ooh. so much longer than just so much chewing longer. a piece of human you, flesh and swallow. I can't you do it. You just swallow it. I, just I feel it. like you would look at your your flesh all Marie's the time, though. legitimately going be, to vomit right now. <laughs> no. Yeah, you would be reminded of it all the time. Like, if you're drinking the blood, you're like, okay, like, I see blood or whatever. Like, how often do you really see blood? Mm. Uh, you, you see your flesh all the time, so you think about, like, oh, my God, like, what if I just took a bite of myself? And I'd get reminded all the time. It's like when I watched my Bloody Valentine, uh, I was eating chili at the time. Now I can't <laughs> eat chili. Because I just watched people like get hacked up while I was eating chili, <laughs> and it was just—it was yeah. very gross. It was a very bad association. I don't want it. Yeah, well, if it's just like raw, unprepped flesh, I'm—I'll probably do the blood. Wow. Okay. Well, right. I think I've dry heaved enough. Let's move to. Yeah. The let's next move on. Question. Let's move on for sure. For sure. <laughs> 
Would you rather get kidnapped by a psychopath or get abducted by aliens? Mm. Aliens. Aliens for me. There's a chance that you're coming back from that. The aliens (laughs) might give you, uh, you know, some uh, life-changing experience. I agree. I mean, the the psychopath will too, but maybe not in (laughs) as positive a way as aliens might. I dare a psychopath to come to me. (laughs) (laughs) We know Cody would fight one for sure. (laughs) We don't know their audience, Cody. We don't know. I, I want I want one to come this This is like that time when you were I calling mean, out MMA fighters. <laughs> yeah, I want my public image is changing. I need your whole audience to know I'm tough. Mm-hmm. And if they come from me, they'll regret it. Yeah. Who's the real psychopath? Huh? Tough as cheese, Cody it. Crane. Oh man. Uh, boy, oh boy, oh. So we're all in consensus then. Aliens or, or and Cody's doing a psychopath. Cody's yeah. doing psychopath. Come for me. <laughs> you say come for me or comfort me? Both. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Comfort me. Comfort me. This oh. one's difficult. Would you rather watch your mom be tortured by jigsaw or cut off your own arm? Mm. Cut off my own arm. Yes, yeah, yeah. I like that Damien went, hmm. Oh, yeah. This guy, he'll sell out anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mom. Oh, yeah, I'd probably cut my own arm off, too. <laughs> like, like tortured till she dies or just like, you know, kind of just. I mean, Jigsaw usually kills the majority of the people that he tortures. So I feel I like mean, she might she may survive if she's smart. I guess if it saves her life, I'll cut my arm off. There you go. I I'm, dare I'm, I'm actually... Jigsaw to touch my arm. <laughs> I freaking dare him. Yeah. <laughs> you come for my mom, Jigsaw. You'll be going through me. He's going to come now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, for sure. I freaking dare you. <laughs> oh, man. It's priceless. Priceless. I think we're good on that one. Um, <laughs> What's the next would you rather? Who am I fighting next? <laughs> I don't think there's anyone for you to fight next. <laughs> yeah, I'm Bring excited. up my next opponent. <laughs> okay, yeah, no. Okay, would you rather wake up in a glass coffin that slowly fills up with water or wake up in a locked room that is on fire? So you're dying anyway. So it's really, a, do you want to burn to death or drown is the real question yeah. then. Mm-hmm. Oh. Would you rather? Well, I, I've heard drowning is a very not fun way to die, but also yeah. burning to death is a not fun way to die. I feel like they're both pretty bad. I'm going out in a blaze of glory. I'll fight, <laughs> that, lo- I'll fight that burning <laughs> fight room. That I don't fire. care. <laughs> fight the fire. Um, yeah. I, I oh dare that fire to even touch me for a second. We're a couple of firefighters. <laughs> if I could die from smoke inhalation before the fire got to me, I think I'd go that way. If I'm going to burn to death, I would rather drown. I feel like drowning would be a very, like a really painful way to die, but I don't think it would be quite as painful as burning off my flesh. Yeah, you'd probably pass out from the smoke fumes. If that's if that's the case, then I would then I would Yeah, the building. Yeah. I would position myself up nice and tall to get a good deep breath of smoke. Good deep breath, yeah. Find a nice cross beam that's on fire and will probably fall down and just crush me and then it'll be good yeah uh can't wait yeah here's the thing can't you're wait. going 
you go into a coffin. Uh-huh. I mean, you can barely move in that thing. So, mm-hmm. like, I'm thinking, what am I going to do? I what know I'm about itchy? to die. I can get a phone. Maybe I can send a nice text message. Or, I mean, it's possible I could just off myself before the fire gets to me. So, There's I a mean, possibility, yeah. Yeah, you, you can't do that in a coffin, though. You don't have a lot of options. And no. a glass coffin, you see the dirt around you? I mean, claustrophobia. Are we underground? Yeah. Uh, for some reason, I was picturing myself on a magician's stage as if this was like, like a... David Blaine. Yeah. <laughs> or Isla Fisher. Oh, I freaking dare a magician <laughs> to do that died. to me. <laughs> oh, my So I feel God. like Cody's in the, in the locked room fire scenario yeah. as well. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We're in cool. agree- agreement there. There's more more opportunities for us to kill ourselves before <laughs> yeah. the pain happens. Dog Take control. Chance. That's right. Uh, okay. This is the last one. Would you rather see the girl from the ring every time you looked into a mirror, or feel Ooh. something touch your foot every time you went to sleep? I'm going with touch is my foot. Like a foot rub or. No. Mm, I feel like a cold, creepy hand, like, grabbing mm. your foot right before I'll you fall asleep. Mirror. You want to see the girl from the ring every time you look in yeah. the mirror? She's just in the mirror. That's, that's actually fair. Yeah, that's true. It's like watching, it's like seeing I her don't... on TV every day. That's true. Yeah. You know nothing what? I changed my mind. Me. <laughs> nothing, <laughs> nothing infuriates me more. And if something's touching my foot and I can't find who's doing it, mm-hmm. to give them a piece of my mind. <laughs> so that's okay. going to piss me off. Yeah. <laughs> I might lose it, though. I might lose my mind at a certain point. I might be like, who is doing this? Yes. Do you ever see the thing touching your foot? or You don't you just, see it. You, you just, just know, you just deal feel with it. it. See, yeah. I feel like I could just convince myself that it was my cat. Like I can be yeah. like, oh, the cat jumped in the bed. Just keep your eyes closed. But yeah, if yeah. but then the girl in the mirror, it's like, ah, eh, whatever. She's just in the mirror. She's not yeah. touching me. Whatever, right? Like, I mean, could you imagine? You just like shit yourself every single time you looked in the mirror. <laughs> I feel like you you'd get go, desensitized <laughs> to it. I mean, you might. I feel like I wouldn't. I'm that blonde that I wouldn't get desensitized to it. I'm just picturing like you getting ready on your wedding day in a salon chair for three hours and the girl's just there yeah but you'd be like damn i look good yeah maybe she'd be my hype girl she'd like start to say nice things about me or like you you killed your eyeliner today girl yeah me your motivational ring girl exactly Mm -hmm. exactly she could be your your ring bearer Oh, maybe. There you, go. Yeah. there you go. If we could be so lucky. <laughs> okay, so I'm going with the girl from the ring, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think me too. Me too. Eventually, I think I, I just get desensitized. You want someone to play with your tootsies? I don't want. No, I, I don't want that one. I can't oh, okay. find them. Play with right. your tootsies. <laughs> I can't find where they are. I don't want to it. fight them. Uh, yeah, yeah, I need to. You can fight the mirror. Yeah, I could fight the mirror. He just breaks mirrors every time. (laughs) So many broken car windows. (laughs) (laughs) I think, like, I don't want to start my morning like this, but uh, that's how it's got to be because I'm not getting someone, some strange hand touching my foot every night. I feel like you say start your morning. The first couple times it might be startling, but after, like, a week, you're probably like, okay, this is just the way it is now. Mm -hmm. Well, Mm -hmm. I'll... I, it's like a haircut, you know, when you get a new haircut and you're like, oh, I don't like that. But then after mm. a couple of days, you're like, it's fine. 
No, it. I, I well, want it grows my old in, life that's back. Why. <laughs> it doesn't grow that fast. <laughs> I mean, usually it settles in a little bit. Yeah. Um, but you also get used to it, too. Like, yes, yes, you're right. You're right. Mm-hmm. Um, We're both right. We're both right. And I, I feel like no matter what we ask, Cody, you're just going to find a way to fight whatever it is. So. <laughs> and this is why I don't believe his stories, because he's just always <laughs> raring for a fight. Well, that's why you should believe him. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it ended with him trying to fight it. That's right. <laughs> Must that, be that's true. All right. That sounds yeah. true. Oh my gosh. Well, guys, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah. So before we go, yeah, where can people find you? Yeah, you can uh, find uh, me on all social media platforms at Cochrane, as well as the podcast at Spooked Podcast. Um, on all platforms as well, as well as the sonarnetwork.com. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find me at Demo Depths. Uh, uh, check out Spook Podcast. Uh, check out my, my sketch group, uh, Boy Girl Party Sketch. That's another one, too. And uh, Sonar Network. Find all those links and stuff, too. Awesome. Well, guys. Everyone else can just stay spooky in the meantime. and Yeah. That's so busy. <laughs> Baby. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs>